and we're live. Uh, yeah. Thanks to our sponsor, Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. for, for I wish they were our sponsor. But um, anyway, Kyle, you went outside. Yes, yes, first time in ages. Um, so I thought it, I was just lying in bed, we were watching some uh, Boardwalk Empire, and I was thinking, um, I'd like to shoot my flamethrower on the show. I think that would be a lot of fun. And then I was like, well, that's a shitload of work. Like, I'd have to, like, drag a picnic table over here and put my microphone set up and all the electronics that go along with that. And I have to get a laptop, and I have to get another monitor, and I have to get an extension cord. Oh, no. Did we lose internet? No! It's okay. I think he'll come back because we have been talking for like, what time is it? 8.18? We've been talking for 20 minutes already. So, uh, oh, there you are. See? 19 and a half minutes. That long we've been talking and he never had an internet problem until just now. Uh, it could even be me. Kyle, you there? He's not there. Um, Time Warner is having some major outages over the last two days in my area. And I've been noticing that I've been having problems with um like, like google was down for me right that can't be right um so it, it might be my internet which is usually really reliable but uh, it would seem not right now <laughs> i you see how it says fps mega duck on the screen for those of you uh, patreon guys i rename all my contacts i'm often told like oh what do you share this guy's thing no if the person is anyone then i rename them hey kyle do you there. know what that was was that me or you? Uh, that was me. Are you sure? I like 80% sure, yeah. Okay. I've been having internet outages here and there, so it could have been me. I was just talking. I was just telling everybody that. Okay. Um, well, yeah, so I just drug all this equipment outside. Dude, um, that's awesome. And, uh, and got everything ready, so I thought I, that'd be fun. I was just outside by the fire pit. No fire right now. Thinking to myself, like, man, I would really love to be doing the show from right here. Chiz lives in the guest house. And sometimes he just walks outside and sits by the fire pit because he likes it there. Like he's swinging, it's chill. It's he gets to he just goes outside and uh, and it's comfy. And uh, Colin saw him there and he's like, "Is Chiz okay?" And we're like, "Yeah, I think he just likes being outside and he's enjoying the." We have perfect weather right now. A little windy. And, it's uh, hot here. It's so much like like we're we're not all, we're not even that far away. Like four mm -hmm. and a half, five and five hours, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's so hot and humid right here. This is pretty miserable. It's, uh, oh, it says 74. I expected it to be lower, but it's, it's so breezy that it's chill. No breeze here. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, I wish I could do the show from outside. And the fact that you just did it makes me, like, I'm going to seriously think how, if I can manage that for, um, uh, for PKA. If we could both be outside, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know what um, extra there is on your end, um, but it was even just to, to you know, just have a Skype call with you and, and light everything appropriately. I felt like it was, it was a lot of shit to get together. I but would I think have to it. set it up on my Mac, right? Like, like what I have is a, I don't think this is long enough to show you. No, I have a rack mounted system that, uh, Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're definitely not using that. Oh, you don't have my, can you see my video? Actually, no. Would you like to? Yeah. 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 I would. After that little hiccup Bam. I've been, there we go. Um, See, I have a rack-mounted system that can't be brought outside, so I'd be, like, disassembling this server rack. And But I could maybe get my Mac to do the same thing. I don't think there is OBS for a Mac, but I could figure something out and then use a you know a proper pro-level mic outside uh, and just do it on the Mac. Or maybe. you could even try to live stream it. That would, probably, would that simplify things? Or no, I guess not. It, 
I don't know. It, it might, but I, I think... Would you go wireless, or would you try to get some crazy long Ethernet cable involved? Probably wireless. It, it, but, you know, we're out there wireless all the time. She's out there wireless right now. The wireless <laughs> setup at this place, like, I, I went almost commercial with it. Because um, the house is 6,500 square feet. So even though there's only five of us, if you count Shiz, the amount of coverage we need is a lot. So there's three in the house and then one in the guest house. We have four Wi-Fi access points. and um, uh, But the coverage is really good. That means you can go out to the fire pit. And... I'm the doctor. You're the doctor? Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Um, anyway. Did, he didn't so, have a butcher's knife in his hand or anything, did he? He had like a playing card. I guess you can't see. Okay. And, and it had Doctor Who on it. And he says, I'm the doctor. That oh, was, that was it. Well, that's much less frightening. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, yeah, maybe I'll go outside. You're positively inspiring. I wish I was there right now. Yeah. Um, you don't want to be here. It's, and it's going to be so goddamn hot when I shoot the flamethrower. Like, <laughs> it's intuitive, right? That the flamethrower is going to be hot when you shoot it. So when you tell people that, they're like, yeah, of course. But you're like, no, no, you don't get it. It's going to be really hot. Like, like, you know, when you open the oven and you're and you have to like throw your head back from the steam and the heat that comes. It's like that, but much worse. <laughs> and you can't get away. You can't get away. It's in your hands. You're holding on to it. So I've been playing with this thing a lot. Um, now, have, have you been making progress towards a video, or is it a lot of no, just enjoyment? Just, just playing with it. Just playing with it. I'll film it all in one day. Um, and my other flamethrowers aren't here yet because I'm getting the uh Did the you like my idea at all? The whole, like, uh, uh, so, so the, the video concept, at least, you, you know, you've got uh, a lot yeah. of things, but they, you know, you got a mannequin and then maybe like two pieces of drywall set up behind it. And you're like, you Russians, we have issues with over penetration and no, not funny. You know, and, and I, then you I, shoot a regular, like an AK 47 and it goes through the mannequin and all the drywall and then the flamethrower, no over penetration issues. Hmm. That is true, although it would set the drywall on fire. Well, that's the joke, right? You, you do could sit there like that, talking yeah. about how great it is for home defense while the, while the flames you know, uh, rage behind you. I've got a few ideas. Um, I want to do like a, a huge barrel of popping corn and, uh, and pop the corn. I think that'll be fun. Uh, I want to do like a machine gun or a shotgun in like one hand and the flamethrower on my back and the wand in the other and like uh, have like lots of um, things that would explode, you know, that'll explode when you shoot them and, and be shooting the things and burning them at the same time. So they're making fireballs and stuff like like um, spray paint cans, spray paint cans, police, propane like tanks. That. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, glass bottle, you know, beer bottles full of uh, gasoline would work. Anything really. Like you are with shooting things probably even further ahead, but in a place that I kind of got to with um, the microwaving like uh I would microwave things, and at first, it was like, I don't know what the hell this thing's going to do. You know, if I microwave this or that, like a bottle of wine, what happens when you microwave a bottle of wine with the cap on and everything? What happens when you microwave WD-40 or that expanding foamy stuff that, you know, like uses insulation? <laughs> but after a while, you start to catch the patterns and you categorize stuff. Like, all right, this is a compressed thing, like a gel stick. You know, and it's going to respond the same way a bottle of wine did, the same way a CO2 cartridge did, et cetera. This is compressed. All aerosol things, spray can, expanding foam, et cetera, they pretty much just catch fire. All, like, um, I don't know. They do different stuff, actually. Like, I, I that's one thing. Um, like, I went to Walmart and places like that, and I'd buy all the uh, spray cans, like, uh, like engine degreaser and... Um, 
um, what's that stuff you spray into the carburetor, uh, like like starter fluid, uh -huh. um, yeah, yeah. Um, ether, anything in ever ether, yeah, yeah. If you could find like legit ether, now they have some sort of environmentally safe <laughs> pussy ass ether that doesn't get the job done, um, but you can still find the good old stuff. <laughs> Uh, if, if you really know where to look and, uh, and, and, you know, just mixing up everything to see what it would do. The next uh, th thing I want to do as far as just things that get shot, I, I want to do some oxygen bottles, like, like compressed air bottles. I want to shoot the, the ass off, the valve off of one of those and send it into something like a torpedo. Uh -huh. uh, I think I'm going to do that. You could have a rail system, right? Like even just a pair of like channel angle iron, you know, when you shoot it off just and it should guide it. Yeah. I'd I would. You're I, very I feel like good at these that. video ideas. I feel like if you asked me to like come up with cool things to do, I'd get to three maybe. Like I'm fun to I'm fun to hang out with. Um, <laughs> um, Kitty's got a got a friend in town from uh, from Germany, and and he'd never shot a gun before. He had shot some pellet rifles before, and I was like, all right, well, we'll, we'll come with me. So I, I get a um, you know I get a few machine guns, a few, some cool stuff, and we went out and got some Tannerite and a big pile of toilets and uh, some propane tanks. And uh, you know, five or six of my cooler guns that are that are fun to shoot. And we had a we had a ball yesterday. We blew up a lot of shit, um, lots of dangerous stuff. And and it was fun watching him shoot for the first time because he was like, you know, his Do first I know gun. Him? Uh, uh, I don't think so. But like the first gun he ever shot was like a. Has he been you know, to your place before? Yeah. You Are don't you... know him. Yeah, you don't. I have to do No. Okay, just curious. Um. And uh, but it's like the first gun he ever shoots is like an uh, AUG A3 with like, you know, a machine gun. So that was fun. We we had a we had a good time yesterday. But yeah, I like uh, I like coming up with ideas for making stuff blow up and do silly stuff. Cause like that's what we did when I was growing up. It was everything was always boring, and you had to find a way to make stuff cool if with the stuff. If you boring, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I never mind. I'm not gonna carry on that. Someone said. In a hate rant against us. If you're bored, then you're boring, right? If it, it's all your fault if you're bored. For example, I can sit there doing nothing and I'm not bored. And I'm like, no, dude, you're using that wrong. Like, a, you know, he's like, I could just take entertainment in the molding and the paint and the this and the that. And it's like, no, you're hating on me. <laughs> and you're just proving that you're like a simpleton that's easily entertained. But <laughs> you're doing it right. Uh, you're, you're making things happen. That's yeah, and and best of all, we played with that fucking flamethrower. I've really enjoyed playing with that thing. Um, I uh, my cousin was over there yesterday, so we sh he shot it a little bit. My dad hates it. He hates the idea of it, the presence really? of it. Yeah, he's just like he thinks it's too dangerous to even mess with. Um, huh. Like he doesn't like it at all. Um, but I've been uh, I've come up with some cool things you can do with it. Like I. I if, as long as you're not igniting it, it's a gasoline sprayer, right? It's just a pressure washer that shoots gasoline. So you can soak shit down with gasoline. You can fill the air with a big cloud of gasoline vapor, and then you can ignite those things. So I've been having fun with that as well. Um, it's a cool, cool toy for, for what it costs. I'm, uh, I, I really like the idea of popping popcorn with it. But how long would that take, though? Like, okay, if you hold the trigger down, how long is the continuous spray? Um... <laughs> that's cool uh i don't know because it gets so hot you can't stand it that was um, my so, next question and, and how long can the user tolerate it yeah um well for that segment of the video like i don't know i'll put some gloves on i might put a face shield on 
it's something we'll tinker with. I don't know what the continuous time would be. And if I have to, I'll just cheat it. You know, I'll get a propane cooker and, and get all the kernels to like 50% heat it up, you know, get the exter- get the uh, outside of the container at least, uh, you know, so hot you can't touch it, and then go from there. Hell, you could um, cut off the, um, the very bottom of the barrel in the video. Cut it off? Uh, take it out of frame. Like, oh no, I wouldn't want to do that because I, I want it. I want it in such a way so that the the camera the, the camera viewpoint that you're getting is the barrels in the foreground and in the background is me shooting towards the camera. So that way the, the popcorn's popping out toward the camera. That's just going to be a little segment anyway. I don't think that's that's too he- that's that's all that cool. It's just kind of a neat thing that I wanted you to make. Have the camera close to the flames. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. To figure it out. All right, it's, get some zoom. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you might have a separate mic you want nearby. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, that, that's going to be fun to play with. And I, I'm still waiting on the other ones to get here. Couldn't get in touch with them today. So you have one so far? Yeah, I've got the big backpack model that I showed last time. But I want, there's, um, that's the X42, I think, and then there's the X15. I might have those mixed up. I keep doing that. But the other one is, is completely handheld. You kind of grab a thing, and it's under your arm. And that's it's, the one uh, that's more interesting to me. Maybe because I don't know any better. But something about not strapping in and just sort of picking it up. It's almost convenient, although neither of us have touched it yet. So, okay. like, I th- I don't know how to put this. You've got to be of a certain strength to be able to operate this thing happily. Like, uh, if you're a chick, you're going to have a hard time if you're the uh-huh. average woman. Um, but if you're, if you're a little athletic, you know, if you like can pick up... a healthy male. Yeah, if you could pick up a five-gallon bucket of water and, and, and you know lift it and manipulate it and stuff, then you can handle this because that's kind of what you got going on. You got 3.3 gallons of uh, liquid, which is 24... 30 pounds. 26 pounds. Yeah, something like that. And uh, then you've got like the steel tank, a CO2 tank, a propane tank, all the hosing and the wand, and then there's the whole platform, the backpack part of it. So it's pretty heavy. I haven't weighed it, but you got to do it with one arm to like get it on yourself. But once you've got it on, it's, it's not that bad. I mixed concrete for the first time today. And oh yeah! Years, I've never made concrete before. What were you? What was its purpose? What did you do with this concrete? Uh, its purpose is to just be heavy. So it's a ballast box for the back of a tractor. Do you have one of these? Are you familiar with the concept? I'm very familiar with the concept. Yes. Yeah. So for people who aren't you, uh, there's a front end loader, which is like one of those big buckets that kind of lifts and you know does the thing on the front of my tractor, and. Um, the back of my tractor is kind of light. I mean, it's, it's heavy for its size. It's actually a very good tractor. I love it. But um, it's recommended that you have like 1,100 pounds in the back as a counterweight so that the front of it doesn't toss it around. Well, I've been using my tractor kind of heavy duty lately, pulling lots of like wooden fence posts. And I did some demo with it where I'd like hook it up to the side of a wall and rip that wall out of the ground and stuff. And um, sometimes it gets a little light, like the back wheel comes up and I have to like quickly react to that so I don't flip the tractor. And that's because when you do a lot of front end loader work, you're supposed to have a counterweight in the back. Well, I bought this, it's a ballast box. It's a big metal box. It, it's probably about dick high. Eh, I like that term. And uh, um, and too big for anyone you know to hug, you know, like really big. And um, you fill it with concrete and it gets to be about 1,100 pounds. And that's what we did today. We mixed uh, about 1,000 pounds of concrete and uh, or maybe uh, maybe 900 pounds of concrete. The rest is the box itself, and um, it's a lot of concrete. Chiz apparently has mixed concrete a lot of times before, so he uh, 
Yeah, I, he's. I don't think. Eth- I think that's an ethnic thing. Yeah, it's a Puerto like, Rican thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's like, is it okay if I use a shovel? I'm like, yeah, you know, cleans off easy enough. And he used the shovel. I had a, um, it looks like a, you know, the a beater that would be on the end of a mixer. Yep. Like that, but three feet long. And uh, I happen to have like this right angle, like one horsepower drill that my brother gave me, and. Uh, and I I did the mixing and he did the shovel and between the two of them we got it really homogeneous and uh, made cement eight hundred pounds of cement today it was one of the things we did nice that's so, that's pretty cool yeah now if you ever need to give anybody cement shoes you know how to get started I do yeah uh, yeah wasn't it uh I get no that's not wouldn't be enough what are you thinking there's a I I think I think I'm just so there's a concrete company like five minutes drive from where from mm. where my dad lives so that was always like whenever even if we needed a little bit of concrete um you could make a call and if someone was even going to be passing by that day and they you needed like a, a half a yard of concrete a, a tenth of a yard of concrete they just swing by and pour it real quick um they were always cool about that that's really um, nice i hadn't yeah. even considered that option but it wasn't that much i want exactly yeah um with a thousand pounds i went to home depot and i guess i got about a yard no I got like four cubic feet. I don't even know how much. I, I couldn't even estimate very well. It might have been a cubic yard, but less, like whatever. That's 27 cubic feet. But um, it's a real. I made a real sandy mixture. This might be boring to people. but it, Oh, it, no. Go on. Tell me about the mixture. <laughs> it didn't have to be that strong. It just needs to hold together and be heavy. So we used more sand than most people do on the advice of the Home Depot guy. And, yeah. Uh, it worked out pretty well. Very cool. So, I've... Uh... We I were talking about steroids before the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you want to show that video to the audience or, or I whatever? I can do that. Yeah, forget our videos will be a little off, but I'll just use the PKA thing and show that video to people. I, I like the same idea of um, starting it at the same time. I felt like we did that about right. Here we go. So tell me when you're queued up at 106, and then I'll just talk for a bit. He is. All right. So to save the viewers the the full minute and change, this guy is not natural. He does steroids, and it's not like a secret, like he has a video. And, uh, well, I'll just let this guy talk. Ready, set, play. On his way. Got a nice, solid foundation of muscle, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Keep Check mind, his tricep. Look at what he has now. Not natural, guy. Good tricep. Not natty, guys. All it's right. nice. Like, this is a big guy. He's strong. Little yeah. chubby. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Holy God smokes. God damn. <laughs> now, like I told you guys, this is what under the a year. This motherfucker look like, 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 like bigger than Captain America. Like the, he, he's like, look like he come out the Captain America this machine. No, it looks like he came out of a much better machine. Like, not only did he, like, Captain America, Chris Evans still looked like Chris Evans in his puny. This guy got better looking somehow. Like, this guy has now, muscles like in said, his I back that normally you don't even guys, see. You don't even know they're there. I mean, you're aware there's something back there, but you don't see that. Look at the striation. Look at the, his tricep in particular. At one point, he does sort of one of these deals. Yep. Oh, it's like a different arm. Look at Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's not yeah. there. Yeah. Look. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. And, and really low fat content. Look how happy he is. He's like, look at me. <laughs> his uh, his fat. I don't know. What? Nine percent? Nine percent? Oh, body. Like, yeah, nine seven something like that. It's right very there. good. You know, yeah, it's outstanding. And and, and, and we can probably stop there. 
Yeah. So oh. yeah, like I I was telling you before the show, like I. Hang on, let me turn my thing back on here. Yeah, I, I strongly considered doing steroids at one point in my life. It uh. It just seemed like the way to go. It just and, and clearly it is. But then I read about all the negatives. Um, but but I definitely did a lot of research into it. I was looking at uh, I was reading about drugs like Dianabol, uh, or Dianabol, however you pronounce it. And then I was looking at like the drugs you had to take after the cycle of steroids, and it was like something called Clomid, like C-L-O-M-I-D. And some of the, the medications you'd use to keep from getting the negative side effects were like maybe breast cancer medication um, because it like helped balance the estrogen levels or something. And it kept, and I was just like, all right, no, nah, I'm out. Like, <laughs> like, there's no way that first of all, because like, first of all, you got to order them out of some scary website off the internet. And then I have to self-administer. And I was just like, nah, nah. I Injectables you're talking about self-administer? Yeah. yeah. It was, it was going to, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've considered it too. It sounds like you got further down the road. Now, if you're not like a, a UFC fighter or an athlete in general, Knock yourself out. I don't care. I was looking at the, um, on Reddit, there was a post about body transformations. It might have even been the PKA subreddit, but they showed, um, Christian Bale. Uh, I, I wonder if I can find the image again. I, I, Christian Bale. Jake Gyllenhaal is another one who, uh, like he recently packed on like a, like 40 pounds of muscle. It looked like in a really short period of time. And, uh, you know, that's, like the narrator on that, the guy in the video said, he's like that. He just got like ten years of gains in one year. Check this out. Um, I'll bring in the PKA big screen. This is what Christian Bale did, and it is ridiculous to me. Like, so are you looking at it now? Now I hit Control Plus a couple times so I could see it better. Mm -hmm. um, in American Psycho, he is to me his best. Maybe that Dark Knight Rises in 2012, but he's wearing a shirt, so I'm not sure. But um, he looks good as American Psycho. That's the body I think most guys wish they had. Uh, he's a couple pounds higher in Reign of Fire. Maybe it's just not as attractive a pose. Who knows? And then in The Machinist, he's got nothing, right? <laughs> now, look at the date. That's 2004. Yeah. Look at 2005. Next year. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> how'd he do that? How does one do that? Like, I can see how to get to the machinist, right? It just takes a lot of discipline. You literally Even starve more. yourself. There's an Auschwitz program that will get you to that physique if you want sure, it. Totally. People are like, no, to lose weight, you really got to. Um, it's not just Stop diet. Eating. It's diet and exercise. Nope. There are internment camps filled with people that show the importance of diet. Uh, yep. It's not going to give you the physique you desire, but if you're just looking to cut fat, holy smokes, he's got it figured out. He lost fat that's, muscle. That's impressive, but look at this. He went from Batman Begins to to, to Rescue Dawn. He knew there was going to be another Batman movie. Yeah. And yet he's, he still had no trouble losing all that weight again. He's like, fuck it, I'll just gain it back. I'll just gain it back again. And he did. He went right back to 86. Yeah. Jesus. And then the fighter. Look at him in the fighter. I... I I didn't even realize these were the same actors. I watched The Fighter. I love that movie. You didn't recognize Christian Bale in The Fighter? Who would? <laughs> Who would? That's not Christian Bale. Christian Bale exists in 2000, 02, 05, 08, and 012. Or 012, but yeah. That, that, that 2010 guy, that 2004 guy, wow. So my question is, how'd you do that? How'd you do that? Is, is he on some recipe like cocktail of drugs if he is i don't care 
You know, like he's an actor. He can do whatever he wants to to achieve that that look. But um, I I just wish he'd share the secret that I I have a hard time believing that was diet and exercise. That was incredible. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah it seems unlikely that, that would be diet and exercise because it's just the the amount of muscle mass that they're putting on. Like you can get cut. Like like if mm-hmm. if he were going from like a, a big fat guy to a, a lean um, ripped guy. That's a totally different thing. Can, can I but interrupt? When, yeah. In that video we just watched, right, where the guy made like 10 years of gains in a year, I thought he was going to go from that kind of chubby but really strong guy, just too much body fat on him, to a really ripped guy who was a little small. Like he looked almost country strong in the first picture, a little more symmetrical than I think of country strong. But, you know, the kind of yeah. corn-fed, big, strong guy. I thought he was going to go from there to like – 22 year old me right like you know pretty fit but more cut or whatever he went to something i've never been uh, <laughs> he know. turned into a superhero yeah he turned into a professional wrestler yeah he, uh, he really went crazy with it i, um, I thought he was just going to cut body fat and maybe even lose a little muscle but and, that- and, and what i look at that what i look at that and think is i divide that by 12 like all right, I want to go at it one t- one twelfth as hard or one tenth as hard. Okay, like mm-hmm. like maybe I don't work out five days a week like he did. Maybe I don't have a personal trainer. Maybe I don't eat so good. Maybe it's mostly burgers I'm getting for my protein. <laughs> you know, maybe two or three protein shakes a week, and maybe I only work out twice a week consistently. What do I get after like you know six weeks? Is it out? Is it is it really like one tenth of what he has? Would I really gain like eight pounds of actual muscle? Like, because that's that's frightening. It seems worth it. I, he, I'm gonna talk to my doctor about this. I, I think that's the right. I want that's, your doctor. I, really, <laughs> I don't have a boot. You make it sound like I've got a bootleg doctor no, who's gonna like you have a doctor, gonna, like hook me up. My doctor. I don't really even feel like I have a real relationship Rapport. with her. Yeah, like I. I oh, her. That's oh, that's step one. My mistake. Yeah, you want a dude. You want a dude. Like, what if you've got some some dick stuff to talk about? Like, like that might even be embarrassing to tell a woman. What if you're like, oh, my cum's yellow. Like, you don't want to tell her that. And I'm not. My cum isn't yellow. Don't. My cum's not yellow. But I'm just <laughs> saying, what if your cum was yellow? Like, you wouldn't want to tell a woman that. I I I pick. There are three doctors at the place I go. Mm-hmm. Um, they and the other two were older men, and I picked the 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 guy who was closer to my age, the guy who's like 33 or something like that, because I figured like you know. I, I'd, I'd have a, I'd be easier to relate to him if I, if I'm like, hey man, I want something for this acne, but like, don't give me that pussy shit. Give me something that'll fix it. Like he'll do it if I tell him I want a shot. He'll give me a shot if I tell him I've got to get well soon. He'll do whatever it takes to make that happen. I mean, he's not slipping me illegal drugs or anything. But mm-hmm. no, but that, you have a doctor that you have a rapport with that looks after your health, but also is a bit of a bro, and that's what I want. Uh, yeah. What I actually have. Well, one, she's not local to me anymore, so I, I guess it's time for you a need doctor. a new doctor. Yeah, and uh, and and I, I don't know. I tell you why I picked her. I didn't have a doctor. I had some sort of rash, and she nailed it. She saw it, and she was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's here, it's here." She gave me printouts so I could like better understand it, and uh, and she just nailed it. So. I was like, ah, oh, this woman is outstanding. But then over the years, I didn't feel like she nailed everything. I, I have, to say I have cauliflower ears, such an exaggeration. But mm-hmm. they're a little um, puffy. There's a, a swollen part in like my inner ear, like it, it, like it was um this little thing right here. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um. Oh, and and for you guys, 
on audio only. I'm grabbing the little thing that sticks out of the middle of your ear. Yeah, um, up. On one side, it's puffier than the other, and it happened from grappling. I was doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and it got a little bit fucked up, and I knew that you had to, like, drain it right away. The old ear pinky, huh? Is that what he thought you did? <laughs> you checked my ah! ear oil. Uh, no, it just got wrecked too much, and, and uh, the deal with cauliflower ear is you drain it on the spot, or it takes, like, a real surgery to fix it. But if you just fix it on the spot... So I went to her to like get a drain. She had no concept of this. She didn't know anything about it. And uh, now it's just a little harder and not right like it should be. Oh. She fucked up. Oh. And yeah, I, I went to my doctor about a bunch of stuff. Like I, mm -hmm. I like, like little stuff like like skin rashes and like but I've in the past I've been like, "Hey man, give me some Cialis. I want to try that." And he's like, "It's expensive." And I'm like, "I I didn't know how expensive it would be. I thought maybe $10 a pill, something mm -hmm. like that. Guess." Guess how much? Like, well, and it was. I would have also guessed. I would have guessed under ten dollars bill. I thought it would have been like seven. But using psychology and tone, I am now going to say it is eighteen dollars a pill. Fifty. Wow. Fifty dollars a pill. <laughs> and like, I didn't feel like I felt like such a schmuck to be like, never mind. So I'm just like, all right, give me a, give me four. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did you buy it on the spot? I thought he'd give you like a prescription. He to wrote buy me it. a prescription, but he was like, "How many do you want?" Because you know he can fill a bottle up with these fifty-dollar pills. He's not gonna oh, do that right. to me. <laughs> like nice. he's like, "All right, that'll be eight thousand dollars." Here's mm. your, you know. So I was, I was like, "Give me four. He's Have like, you tried Viagra? Yeah, it gives me headaches and makes me sensitive to light. Huh. Do you have any issues with the color blue on it? I, I've heard that. Um, no. I don't know what that would be. Oh, like visualizing the color blue. No, now that I know of, it's it's really like fluorescent lights all of a sudden have like twice the halo when you look at them, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, like a really light sensitive headache. Um, and uh, that's about it, I guess. I, I haven't but, tried Viagra, but um, when it was new, all the guys from the Howard Stern show got hooked up with it, and. Um, Howard didn't seem to have any side effects, but Gary de Blasi listed, like, every side effect. And Howard's like, bullshit. You're just, like, you, you, it's psychosomatic. You think everything on the bottle yeah, is impacting yeah. you. Um, and one of the things was, I, there's something about blue. You see blue different, or maybe it's blue halos around lights, like you sort of described. I don't know. That's why I asked. Um, Delabate. <laughs> yeah. What did the, I call um, it? <laughs> I can't even pronounce what you said. Um, <laughs> uh, didn't I just call him Gary? You you said you you attempted his last name though, and it is a difficult <laughs> last name. Um, but but yeah, I've I've tried the Viagra and it did the trick for sure. But it had those side effects, and I didn't care for that. And the thing about the Cialis that he gave me, it was a really high milligram dosage. He was like, you can break this into fifths, and I just popped the whole thing, and it was very effective. Um, it, it all, all much too much so. And uh, but fifty dollars a pill. Just the risk really of getting a little too personal. I don't really know what a boner pill does for you. Like uh, so here uh, it, again, getting way too personal. I don't have any trouble maintaining a hard on. I have uh -huh. a, I have heard of people who say you lose a hard on while you apply a condom. That is not a thing that I've ever come close to. Like uh, it's, it's a matter of focus, and and I feel like some people aren't good at it. Um, I don't have that issue. That's definitely never been the problem. Yeah, that's not a thing with me. Like some guys, what? like want it. Like if they're not getting, like penile attention right there, they have to like stroke it or suck it to like bring it back to life. No, no. My I, my mine, mine goes at full mast and stays at full mast until we're done. It's so the advantages that I'm looking for is first of all what I refer to as maximum capacity. 
Like, like sometimes it's better than others, and this is your this is your dick's best day, right? Like, you ever have a great day where everything goes right, and it couldn't be any better? The weather's right, you wore your best, you know, it, the wash happened just so that your favorite pair of underwear matched up with your favorite undershirt, and, like, everything's right, you got your shoes on, the car's washed, it's a great fucking day. That's what's going to happen for your dick. I, it's, it's as I, big I really and strong need you to get, so, so there's hard, and then there's blue steel hard. Blue it steel is, hard. It's I, blue steel hard, it hurts a little. But you're happy with it. You're like, yeah, I like that hurt. <laughs> this isn't going to hurt me nearly as much as it's going to hurt you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's your dick's best day. Okay. And, and after you're finished, he doesn't go away all the way. He goes down to about 70%, and then he's just ready to go again after like five minutes. That, like was, a, now that was the thing I was looking for. So the refractory period. Now, well, here's the next question. I, so typically, now I'm older than you. You, you, you might uh, sync up with this line of thought when you're 42. But um, uh, typically after I'm done, it's not just that I'm physically done and would need, I don't know, some I see. 15 minutes. I'm emotionally done. Like if, if you could just like, well, I don't know, let's pretend there was an injectable that just brought a drag tag. I'd be like, all right, now I got this, but I feel like going to Reddit. I understand. So it's definitely not Spanish fly. It's not going to like uh, increase your libido to the point where you, where you want it more. So that could be part of the issue. It's not a persistent thing where you're like you're like, like well, what am I gonna do with this now? Um, it, it you know, it's not like the movies. Like the whole thing in the movies where the guy's got the boner he can't get rid of. That's that's got to be bullshit unless you take like an enormous amount of this stuff or you're very juvenile or something and like can't control your erections. Mm -hmm. um, I guess it could happen then, um, but but I wouldn't think that the thing that happens in the movies doesn't seem realistic. So yeah, I guess that could be a part of the thing. But but I, literally the reason that I, what I told him when I got it, I, I was like, I'm seeing like a, like several women here. Like I need I need uh, like like extra extra power here. And um, this has been a long time ago, many years ago. Not in the current realm, of course. To anyone who may or may not be listening. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but in any case, um, that's what I was going for, and it did the job. And occasionally, maybe it's just a special night where there's going to be, you know there's lots of sex coming. Maybe it's some sort of Valentine's Day, anniversary, vacation. Tonight we're going to wear whatever. that pussy out. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those times. <laughs> uh-huh. Or, or, you know, uh, whatever the case may be. Uh, whenever you need to be the super sexual version of you, uh, that's definitely the way to go. And I've had, I've had Ambien from the guy, and um, what else? Never painkillers because I don't like painkillers. They make me feel really woozy, and I'm not into that. Um, like antidepressants, anti-anxiety stuff before in the past. Like he, he'll hook me up with anything, See, really. that's the stuff I, I, I wish I had a doctor that was a bro, and I could say, you know what? I, I feel like if I tried Adderall, I might be the super version of me. Can we give that a go? That's what I said to him. Like, like I, 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 did, I told him, I was like, look, I was diagnosed with ADD at a young age. I feel like it's a, like paying attention and focusing on things has been a problem throughout adolescence and into my adult life, I'd like to go back on Adderall because it did the trick back then. And he was like, okay, what milligram? What dosage do you want? And, you know, he just hooked me right up. And, you know, I've been like, you know, I'm really stressed out with this or that. Um, like, what can you get for anti-anxiety? Like, I've taken this or this. And, and he'll prescribe me pretty much whatever I ask for. Anti-anxiety scares me. I'm sorry. To oh, no. Because you feel like anxiety is like your fuel. But, but like, yes. sometimes anxiety can be too much, though. Sometimes it's anxiety over things you can't control. Like if you've got an illness in the family or something like that, there's that that anxiety isn't fueling you; it's hurting you. When you've got like the grandma who's like dying of cancer, like 
there's no way your anxiety can motivate you up to go cure cancer real quick. So it's it's nice to be like, all right, let me just take the edge off this excruciating like anxiety I've got that's keeping me up at night or whatever it may be doing. You've got if you're really stressed out about something, like it's nice to be able to get that off your back. That that's it's that's the most compelling case for it that I've ever heard. Because um, typically when I have anxiety, like. Like, I'll have anxiety over, like, Woodycraft's doing really well right now. We just did a prison release. By the way, if you're a Minecraft guy, we released prison. Best fucking prison in the world. Our free world is like a gangland territory in a city. And you, you, we made it so you can prestige and it's not too rough to get there. And then you, like, own territories and place defenses and attack other people and hack into their buildings. And our, our free world is is... No one's ever done it anything like this. It's incredible. And it's been proving really popular and lucrative, which I like. So, cool. um... But if I have anxiety, it might be because I'm worried that Woodycraft like has gotten stale or has an issue or something like that. If I have anxiety, like in the old days, it'd be like, oh, you know, how are we going to meet the mortgage? How are we going to do this? That anxiety would fuel my actions to perform on the thing I needed to perform it. But yeah. the way you laid it out there, you know, like, look, Woody, sometimes you have anxiety about stuff where you're not supposed to self-fix it. And uh, like, oh, yeah, and it's in a situation like that, yeah, that there's there's great. emotional hardships that you just suffer through. That there's no way to, there's no way to swim out of it or whatever. You just gotta go with the flow. Oh, yeah, but I, Kyle, by the way, he's don't you love my analogies and metaphors? Just, his EQ just, is really high. After the show, I want to ask you a question. Uh, okay, I can't publicize this one. Uh, the answer is yes. Like you're so bad at keeping things. <laughs> the answer is yes. Like you don't have to type. I already know. I already. I don't I've think already... you do. I, I absolutely do. Watch this. How much you want to bet? I already know. Um, a lot, because you don't know. <laughs> He's typing to me right now. There's a lot to this one. So it's just, he's not going to get this. Now, he may have, unless... Oh. Oh. No, no, no. It, it was. Ah, about, I thought that was no, it. No, no. Yeah, he was. Okay. Um, he, he he wasn't close, and his right, was well, about I... his own thing. No, no, no. This is. Um, I said something regretful. People are mad at me, and I want advice on how to deal with it. Oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, I, and I was just saying that Kyle's I... EQ is very high. Sometimes I tap into him with this, Kyle. Here's what's going on with me right now, and he'll be like, Ah, oh, I, I know. I have another one that's not so private. I ate food in my refrigerator. Right? This is like three months ago. Kyle might remember this. And I ate food in my refrigerator, and Jackie was like, Woody, that is Collins chicken. And it was this <laughs> big offense, right? I ate Collins chicken. Now, apparently, this chicken is difficult to, uh, to prepare. But the reason I ate it is I was really hungry. I wanted something substantial and not too sinful. You know? When I go in my pantry, too often there's like boxes of Oreos and Pop Tarts and things like that. I was on your side for this one. You were, yeah. And, um, and, and I was in, like, Jackie was genuinely mad at me. She's like, now he has nothing to eat tomorrow. Like, what am I going to do? And, um, I, like, to me, I'm like, this is my food. I know what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah, cook more. I'm like, all the food is my food. <laughs> <laughs> all the food is your food. <laughs> all like, the food is your food. Yeah. I'm watching Boardwalk Empire, and, and Nucky shows his, uh, his, his girlfriend this awful scar on his hand. And, he, and, and it's where his dad had burned him with a hot poker for reaching for the big piece of chicken. Like, come on. Like, 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 like all that food's yours. And, <laughs> and, and, and if you happen to, you're eating that food, 
to, to, to try to get energized enough to go, like, put that food on the table. Like, you're going into the trenches. You're going to work to, to, to do the thing that puts the chicken in the refrigerator. And she's like, what are you taking the chicken out of the fridge? Now I'm going to have to actually feed the whole family. Now I've got to do my, 100% of my job today. I thought I was going to get away with 80% because that chicken was left over. And now I have to do all my job. And, That's and, I, and I give and her saying. passes for some stuff, right? Like, hypothetically, let's pretend you lived here and you had prepared a bag lunch for you tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, you're going to go on, 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 um, what do they call, uh, on, not on scene, on site, on, what is a shoot called? The location, on location, right? Tomorrow, you're going to go on location. So you packed a bag, a brown bag of, for your lunch tomorrow. And then I go in that brown bag and eat your peaches. Look. Mm. You knew that was his lunch for tomorrow, right? You knew you, you ate his food. That was not the situation. It was just in an unmarked Tupperware thing. Seemed fine. So I talked to Kyle about it, and he's like, <clears throat> in something like this, I would just resolve this problem. Give her nothing to complain about. We can go to the store right now, honey. I will take you there. I will do this. I will do that. You know, I didn't know this wasn't food for me to eat. If you have food that, like, I, I live here too. I am privileged to eat some of this food right it is my prior my prerogative um anyway he just he, he, sometimes i tap into kyle for for emotional quotient help because he's very good at it and that's all i, I was didn't saying like that at all that was your chicken <laughs> that and that's that was the argument that i took too it was like hey you know if you need to set aside certain foods for someone tomorrow label it i'll 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 work with you that's cool but for me, just to, uh, like going to the fridge and unlabeled food is not okay to eat. How am I supposed to know? I feel like there's a division of labor there, and it may sound sexist to say this, but the situation is this. You eat the chicken, and she puts the chicken in the refrigerator. It never goes the other way. Mm -hmm. I, doubt it, I doubt you've ever went and purchased chicken, cooked it, prepared it, put it in Tupperware, and placed that in the refrigerator. Not since and I got married. That has never happened once. <laughs> not ever because of the division of labor that you have. And so for her to say that you were the one who fouled up for eating the chicken, which is your prerogative, your, the, the whole purpose of the chicken is for you to eat the chicken, when in reality it's her who had fouled up by not having enough chicken prepared yes! of those who needed chicken, it just struck me as a little odd because it sounds to me like she made at least one or two errors, one being she didn't buy enough chicken, two being she didn't cook enough chicken, and three being enough she didn't you know, have enough chicken left over for everyone who needed chicken in the family. Yes. So, she I could have like labeled the chicken. I would have worked with her on that. Like it, what you're saying is have an endless supply of chicken because there are more chicken consumers than you might think. And you're not wrong. But if there's a special situation where it's like, look, Colin's going to like parkour camp in the morning. This is set aside for his lunch. Either tell me or label it. Don't just expect me to avoid the healthy snacks. Yeah, you got to put your name on stuff if it's something special. And I hate that, to be honest. Like, like I don't like it. Because I've lived in a lot of sort of shared households, mm -hmm. um, and like so, I'm used to people having their own stuff. But I hate that. Like I feel like you can eat any of my stuff, and I'm gonna eat any of your stuff. <laughs> I've never been cool about that. I've always been such a dick about that. Like I'll eat your shit. I'll drink <laughs> your milk. I, I just don't care. Like 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 the people that I, I live with, I've always done that. I had like uh, the two Lithuanian roommates when I was like 19 or 20, and like I, I remember one day like I, I I called one of them at work, and I was like, hey. What are you going to do for dinner? Uh, I'm hungry. And he said, oh, well, there's fried chicken and potato salad in the fridge. And I thought he was saying, 
go eat that fried chicken and potato salad. But what he was actually inferring was that was his dinner that night. <laughs> so I went and ate all the goddamn fried chicken and potato salad. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. He, so he comes in and he, and, he, and he goes to the fridge and he's like, Where, where's the where's the chicken and the potato salad? And I'm like, oh, I ate it all, oh, man. That was good stuff. That was good stuff. And he's like, but that was, oh. And I just, I felt pretty bad, but, but I, I did it again like the next hmm. week. Um, I had a bad setup. So I had a roommate. I liked the guy a lot. And uh, we were trying to figure out how to like live with each other or whatever. And he says, I have an idea. He says, we'll look at the receipt and I'll pay for half of the things that I'm, you know, like willing, like that I would eat. And then, you know, that'll be that. And, and I remember he specifically said, he's like, but if you buy like elephant testicles or something, then that's all you, you know, I won't eat it and I won't pay for half of it. Well, what happened was I bought like 10 units of food. He'd choose like the three he wanted, pay half, and then eat those. So I felt like I was paying for half of his food and all of mine because that's the way it broke down. Like, it, you know, when he's, when I bring home groceries and he eats and he pays for nothing but like wheat thins and orange juice, well, I'll be lucky to get a drop of juice or a single square of wheat thin, you know, because that's all he has to choose from. And it didn't work out well. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like you got to get like individually uh, wrapped things at that point. Hmm. Yeah. Or just yeah, pay. I don't. I, I've never liked that. It's always frustrated me when when people. Oh, but that's my peanut butter. It's just like no. We should be able to share. We should just get enough of everything that no one has an issue. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I, this is my first apartment. I had never lived on my own aside from dorms before. But what I, I really hate. Plan. And maybe this isn't even fair. Is when someone goes and gets like one luxury item for themselves, like they go get an individual slice of cheesecake, or they go get one of those Starbucks Frappuccino drinks uh, and put it in the fridge. And there's just one of them there tempting me, like I'm not gonna drink that at 2 a.m. <laughs> like that motherfucker's done. Like that's not gonna make it till Monday. Like it's gone. Like you can't expect me not to. You gotta hide that shit from me. It's just the way I, it works. I have occasionally pulled the survival of the fittest card in this. Like you know, ah. Oh. You know, I thought I was going to have that. Well, survival of the fittest. You know, first come, first serve. That's, uh, that's how we work. When I go to the store, if I get a candy, I, like, like, I've never liked that. My uncle was a real scumbag. Here's the thing. My mom saw him do this once, and when, when, I, when they were probably all in their, like, 30s, and, like, she never let it go. And she, told, she mentioned this, like, a few years ago. She's like, he went inside the store, inside the gas station, got himself a soda and a honey bun, when he came out, he'd already finished the honey bun and was and was topping off the soda. And the kids were in the car and they didn't get anything. And I and and like and I never liked that and she mm. never liked that. And so when I go to the store, everybody gets something. Like if I'm yeah. gonna get a candy bar, like I'm coming back with a fucking bag of candy bars. And there's 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 something for everybody. Right? Like so I don't like it when somebody's like, "Yeah, it's my fucking bag of Skittles." Like no goddamn, you should have gotten a family size. <laughs> That's how you roll. Uh. You want to let me uh, fire up the flamethrower? Yeah, let me grab a drink uh, right before I do it because this thing's gonna be hot. All right, this thing is so awful to play with. <laughs> so it really is fun though. Like it, 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 it's so cheap to shoot. So it's like <clears throat> gasoline's about two dollars a gallon right now. It holds three gallons, so that's six bucks. It costs four dollars to fill up a twenty-ounce CO two, and it lasts for about two flamethrower trips. Whatever you want. How much does it take to fill the CO two? You just go and exchange the cans. Um, well, they're the twenty-ounce CO twos. You know the big black ones. Uh, Are you I, I don't have much experience with them, but I can picture it. I, I, 
I'm picturing it to be about the size of a paintball, like the back of a paintball gun. Yeah, it pretty much is. The smaller ones. like It's like the size of a rental paintball gun air tank. Yeah, yeah, of course. You've seen those. I don't know what uh -huh. I was thinking. So, yeah, like one of these will shoot. It'll do the flamethrower twice. Um, so it's like $2. So now we're at $6. And then I guess there's the cost of the propane that you burn igniting the flamethrower during mm -hmm. the few minutes it lasts. But that's so negligible it doesn't even count. Like it's pennies. So it's like $6 to do what we're about to do. Um, so let me grab a drink real right. quick. And then I'll strap this thing on and kill that alien. So I was thinking of making videos again. Kyle's gone. I'm just filling the air. And my first idea was to make Call of Duty videos like I used to make. Um, not so much about gameplay tips. I feel like the whole community has evolved beyond, you know, like, hey, start shooting from the hip and then raise your sight. You'll get a few bullets on and it'll help you. Like, the community doesn't need that anymore. Everyone who's playing COD has played it for a while and doesn't need basic tips. Um... I just wanted to talk about stuff, like things that interest me, things that are cool. And a lot of the COD commentators have either changed games or evolved into a vlog channel. Oh, Kyle's back. I was yeah. just chatting with everybody. Hello, everybody. Continue. Oh, I was saying I was thinking of making videos again. And uh, a lot of the COD channels have evolved into either another game or let's play like in, in lots of games or vlog channel and at first like i used to think of vlog channels as really shitty like people who just kind of do what i'm doing right now with like this level of production quality right like talking into a webcam etc but i'm really inspired by the vlog brothers do you watch them at all i don't i have next to a man crush on these two guys and um, I can still hear you. Keep talking. OK. And uh, what they do is they talk about like real stuff. I know I just watched one on the refugee crisis recently, but it's it's not that different than I would do my YouTube channel. Right. I'd scour for topics, talk about Google Internet or tech things or or whatever, and just be like, all right, this is top of mind for me right now. This is what I'm talking about today. Sometimes it'd be things I was really interested in. Sometimes it'd be about you, you know, the, the, the listener you, in things like Mail Monday or Feedback Friday or, or whatever. And uh, I was thinking of doing that, but with production quality on the level of the Vlogbrothers, you know, with proper lighting, maybe wear a button-down shirt, a lot of... Um, Jump cuts, but not like crazy ones. I know they just cut it to keep the flow going. And um, they obviously have what they're going to say thought out, whether that be in bullet point form or like a legit teleprompter uh, at the top of the screen um, or behind the camera. But I, I was thinking of making Vlog Brother like videos as sort of a, a channel rebirth. And I wonder what people would say about that. Uh, I am interested in Black Ops 3. I'm pretty excited about it. And the feedback on it is almost universally positive. But I don't know that COD commentary is the place to be. I, I think high production quality, well thought out vlogs might be a better idea mixed in with the day in the lifestyle stuff that I do today. So um, anyway, I was just talking about that while uh, filling the, the airtime. Look at our Ghostbuster. Holy smokes. <laughs> I think he's going to say something to the mic. <clears throat> so, for those of you on audio, Kyle, Kyle is dressed up in a Ghostbuster outfit. I think it even says Spencer on his name tag. Uh, Spangler? He's got, 
Spangler, thank you. Uh, he's got the uh, the backpack on. <laughs> it looks like a scuba tank on the back. And the um, the gun that it shoots up, I think, is a pressure washer hose. And, uh, of course, there's like a hose that, that, that connects the pressure washer hose to the fuel tank in the back. This is a legit modern-day flamethrower. Holy shit. Oh, so he just set a mannequin on fire. The whole camera... What? Wow. I'm speechless. A chair is burning. A mannequin is burning. And what's cool is that, like, there's trails of flames <laughs> on the ground where, like, I, I don't know how the flames would drip from the sky and hit the earth. Oh, we're going to get a profile shot here. I wish I could feel how. Oh, and there's a keg on the ground. That's the. Oh! Kyle, if you can hear me, would you do the thing where you shoot the gas in the air and then ignite it? He's doing it. <laughs> the whole, it seems dangerous. I don't know. Wow. So he, when he bursts it, flames just like soar through the air, which is something you're not used to seeing. And then he lets go and they just fly away. Like, you don't really see flying flames. Suddenly, I want a flamethrower. This is insane. Hey, if you're a Patreon, you get the video version of this. So, check that out. Wow. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I hear him go <laughs> and, and blow it out like it picked it up from far away. That was awesome. <sighs> so he's just coming back to the camera now up close. He's he's glistening. <laughs> it looked like it was really hot and it almost seemed like it was physically exerting too. Like it, it, is it like It's uh so it's pretty heavy, you know. It gets lighter as you go. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, that was fun. This thing's uh, this is one of my favorite toys now. I think this it, is a uh, man with a lot of toys. It's a it's amazing the amount of power this is. So I I had it strapped to the passenger seat of my truck the other day with bungee cord, and I was just hoping for some sort of interse intersection like dispute so I could just, <laughs> just give somebody a little puff. You know, like that's all it takes. Like you know, they're still in their car. It's not gonna hurt them. Just give them a little puff. Get them over. <laughs> Kid that, is over there at the water hose doing like damage control. Who is? Does someone have a water hose out? Yeah, Kitty does. She's <laughs> uh, I think that's a show. Yeah, holy smokes. Well, that was PKN, uh, episode 58. <laughs> Thanks this for coming. This is a thumbnail. This is a thumbnail. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, until next time.